What is good, everyone, and welcome back to the Nostalgia Plus Ultra podcast. My name is Nostalgia. Joining me is As Told by Zoe. What's good, my guy? What's up, man? Hey, man. I'm chilling. I'm excited to be back uh, recording uh, today. Um, it's been the last episode we looked, we did, I checked, was October 11th. It is now at the time of recording this. It is December 1st. <laughs> it's been a fucking minute. It's been so long, but like, not for lack of trying or wanting to like record or whatever. Honestly, half the time, like when I go down there to Miami on like a Saturday and I wake up and I go, ah, I got to drive back. I don't feel like recording. And then on top of that, it's like both of us are just busy now. Like, you know, you got a new, you got a new job. And then I, you know, I'm about to start like one of the hardest like seasons of my job in the next couple of months. So just a lot of a lot of stuff going on but you know glad to be the holidays back yeah holidays are coming up too glad to be back i i want to i don't want to make you know i don't want to make a claim here but i would definitely want to be able to have an episode come out for the episodes come out for the majority of december i know we have this one i know we we got to do your um your video game episode where you talk about all the games you've played over the course of big zoes uh, this year big bang Bazinga video game bonanza. Is that the title we're going with? Uh, yes. Oh my god. Okay. I guess this this the episode is major is has a majority to do with you. I guess we'll give you the title. They give you the titling privileges for this episode. And we'll um, we'll for sure make that one a video because I want to do a tier list. Okay. Yeah, we'll definitely make that one to a video. We can do that. No big deal. Um. So yeah, like I. Uh, uh, I apologize for the lack, both of us apologize for the lack of episodes in November, last year going on, it is what it is, um, but we're here now, and it's been, over, like what, like uh, over like six or seven weeks, almost eight weeks, into the fall anime season, um, and this, we definitely got to catch up and talk about all the stuff that's been going on, some of the shows we've liked, uh, some of the stuff, we, the takeaways and stuff like that, what we're looking forward to. And stuff like that, new ones that we might pick up later on in the season, uh, stuff like that. So I'll start with you, Zoe. Like what, um, like what, what shows have you been watching so far? Or uh, not even that. Like how have you been enjoying the fall season of anime? Uh, dude, I think it it was like kind of an understatement how hype the fall was gonna be. I know everyone was saying like, oh wow, so much is coming on the fall. Way more than I thought came yeah. out uh, during the fall. And it's been a lot of quality stuff. Um, the Chainsaw Man hype was real. Because, yep. holy shit. Sorry, just, we, we could probably make your, your dad's appearance into a clip, just by the way. That's really yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. that would be funny. Uh, but okay, back to what you were saying with, uh, with Chainsaw Man, though. Um, I kind of want to just go through just the shows in general. So, like, the big, obviously, the big, big show is Chainsaw Man. And me, you know, I'm the resident manga reader of the group. And so, like, uh, obviously, I, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Just for me, uh, I'll kind of continue on off of you. But just first glance, like, they're nailing everything manga-wise in Chainsaw Man. And, like, I kind of want to know, like, as a 
anime only who's watching this blind for the first time like what is your experience with the show the more you get into it the less you know it's kind of insane and the way it's written is super intriguing because uh the episode that just came out this week was uh episode eight um and holy shit uh i guess am i gonna am i gonna explain in detail um i think you know since episodes are airing and stuff like that i think it's you know i think we gotta just throw a spoiler warning out of the door at this point i think like with us watching all these episodes week by week and kind of like having all this time i think it's been we haven't posted an episode since october 11th so if, if anybody hasn't watched anything from October 11th to now, it's probably a problem for them. <laughs> huge, huge spoiler warning. Um, yeah. All of public safety got fucking clapped. Yep. That's fucking it. Well, here's the thing. Um, I've, I've decided to mute anything that has to do with, on Twitter, I've decided to mute Chainsaw Man, Denji, Makima, Aki, Power, Kobeni, uh, Himeno, all that, because uh, I've seen some manga panels from part two, or at least yeah. from later on in uh, in part one. I don't know any huge spoilers, but I I do kind of know that like. Kobeni's Which one did fine. you see? Because I kind of want to know. Which one did you see? Uh, no, I've just seen like, I've seen Rize talk with Kobeni. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't, I don't know who, I don't know who dies. I don't know what Makima's like whole shtick is. I know there is a shtick. I just don't know what it is. I don't know nothing crazy. I just know that. Okay. Arai is the one that probably died. I mean, you can kind of. I don't want to give too much away, but you can kind of tell that's that's kind of what happened. But, um. I think this episode specifically, episode eight, was probably the best one so far. To be honest, I know the episode one was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the episode where where uh, Denji's fighting the the leech devil was great. You know what I'm saying? But I, I genuinely think, just as far as like the action and just the story and how everything was shot, like the slow shot where like the music's playing in the background, where it's super silent, where like there's no like ambiance or like regular noise like natural sound it's just the soundtrack and people are slowly pulling out guns and shit that was probably the coolest shit I, they could not have done like they did the manga just they only did that scene way better than uh than the manga honestly because like in the manga as soon as like it just ran like makiba sits down talking about the higher ups and all of a sudden randomly like people start just busting shots at her and so same thing with like arai and uh and kobeni and so, like, uh, what's funny is, like, this is, like, my fourth time through with the Chainsaw Man story. So, I've read it three times. And this is, like, obviously, I'm watching the anime now. The first two times I read it, I did, since the, the manga is so fast-paced, the story in general is so fast-paced, I didn't realize that Katana Man is the son of the guy that Denji was working for. The first two times I watched it through. Oh, they, yeah, they like outwardly say it. They it's say, yeah, yeah, that's my grandfather. That's my yeah, yeah that's like, that was my grandfather, and you killed him or whatever. But obviously, we know the real story. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, he was possessed by the zombie devil in, the, in, the, in episode one, that kind of stuff. But they did Katana Man so much justice. They did, I forgot girl's name and her and her devil or whatever. They didn't even <laughs> say her name. But she has a snake no, devil? Yeah. I, th- I think it's what's called the snake devil. I'm not 100% sure. Oh, hold I think on. It's the snake devil. Is, is the fox devil dead? They explain what happens to the fox devil when it comes to Aki, but because she said that you've put something dis- uh, disturbing in my mouth, neither human nor devil, and then fucking yeah. So I mean, in the next episode, you'll pro- like they talk to Aki and basically like he tries to pull Cone out, and he can't because I think I think the fox devil. Like got rid of his contract with Denji with with Aki after Katana Man sliced her open. So I think okay. that's what I think they said they mentioned that because in Aki, actually I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> so yeah, don't say anything. Like they got they have something like yeah like the aftermath of of Katana Man and Old Girl like attacking everybody and all that stuff like it a lot of stuff like happens afterwards also and stuff like that. Did he he had two contracts? Yes. Cause he has a cursed devil now. So he no, well, no. Now, so he's always he's always yeah he's always had the the needle devil or I think it's called or something like that or I think it's called like the needle devil. Basically, with that sword, it's not a regular sword; it's a needle, so yeah. it doesn't have like the the. It's not a katana. It's and it's so, kind of the aesthetic of of Nobara. Where she uses her kind of thing, yeah, like voodoo and the needles, but it's just one big one. It's kind of that, whole yeah, essentially, aesthetic. essentially. And so basically, he has a contract with it, but it like every time he uses it, it, it instead of like taking like a, you know how like Himeno, like how she lost that was her wild. Eye. I figured okay, like, I was like, that's why she has an eye patch. Yeah, she has an eye patch because she gave up her her right eye, her right eye. Okay, I don't know which yeah, whichever eye. Her right eye to the ghost devil, so she could have that ability, right? So Aki has, I think, like a piece of skin. Like he gives up a certain small bit of himself to the fox devil to bring it out, right? With the needle devil or whatever that thing is called, he gives up part of his lifespan. Mm-hmm. So when you when when Himeno's talking to him in the the hotel room where they're fighting the attorney yeah, devil. Yeah, she explains it. I, like, don't, yeah, don't pull the sword out because you're going to lose more of your lifespan and shit like that. So he's definitely lost a lot of his lifespan. Because <laughs> uh, I think he's, I guess we're led to believe he's used it before. Before this time. Yeah. So, um, so there's that. And then, honestly, yeah, I hate, he may know only lasted three episodes. <laughs> That's wild. I hate that. Bro, because they, they build her up as it's like, bro, the beginning of, of episode eight, where she's like, I'll set you up with Makima if you set me up with Aki. So, mm-hmm. And so, and it's like, oh, next time bring Aki over. So it's kind of like they're setting up this anime trope of like, okay, this is the main squad. Yeah. Like, there's the big three, but then there's like the rest of the squad. And then she fucking bites it for nothing, by the way, because. Well, she's trying go- to save. Yeah, but the she's ghost devil got fucking. Murked, dude. That they're making so many memes out of that shit. It's so funny. I think I, I sent you a TikTok literally like before we started recording, and it's, I didn't see it yet. <laughs> the girl goes return, and it's the 
uh, the moist critical. Woo! <laughs> 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 or like they did one where it was the Discord server logging off. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny, bro. But like, uh, yeah, I feel like did... this fucking also. The fucking show's called Chainsaw Man. I know Denji's. I guess I want to say fine, but. <laughs> I mean, yeah. As, as far as like he he goes, he's not really a fiend, or is he, or he's a or a um. Or a devil, so like, and he kind of operates in the same. Neither is Katana Man, man. Then, right? Okay. Yeah, neither is Katana Man. So, like, that's a whole other thing, and you kind of learn more about that later on too. And some stuff gets like revealed, not like directly where they tell you, Hey, here's how this works. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's weird how they kind of explain it, but I'm honestly interested to see where they leave off on this. Cause I know, I don't think they're doing two cores. I think it's just going to be 12 just or 13 episodes or something like that. Through 12. Yeah, so I don't know where they're gonna leave off because if if it if they leave off where I think they are, it's gonna get crazy, and that's gonna be a crazy cliffhanger. But I don't know if they're gonna get that far. So, so yeah, but it's basically uh, the whole Chainsaw Man. The Chainsaw Man, the Chainsaw Man experience has been phenomenal. I think from an anime reader and just from <laughs> from your perspective as like a anime only first time watcher. So, I think. I think it solidified my favorite of the year. Really? Yeah, dude, it's insane. Bro, I was laying down watching the episode Tuesday, and then when when the whole shit happened, I literally got up. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, no, it's just crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good show. But like I said before, I'm also watching Witch from Mercury, and I'm liking it a lot. That's the it's first. Good. This is the I, first Gundam I've ever watched. Is it? I've oh. never seen any other Gundam. Yeah, I mean, I started watching. I don't know if I think I mentioned this like earlier, but I meant I've been watching uh, Iron Blooded Orphans, and that one is phenomenal. It's really good. It's more obviously like a big chunk of Gundam in general is like the political tugs, of, like tug of war that people play and the schemes behind the scenes and stuff like that. It's not just a lot of mechs doing cool shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it has to do with politics and, and war and the, the evils of war and what people do for, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the war industrial complex, like they have so much like depth into the, a lot of those stories, which I think is really cool. Um, and this is, this one is no different with Witch of Mercury. Uh, with Witch of Mercury, since there isn't a war they're fighting, it's more like insider trading politics. It's, it's all these like, companies. Yeah, companies and stuff. Under a monopoly. And it's kind of like uh, very uh, capitalist. Yeah. Very interesting. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, and then obviously, you know what's funny? So we talk about Chainsaw Man and obviously moving into – to Witch of Mercury, Kobeni and Suleta are almost the same character. But people, for some reason, <laughs> kind of like Suleta more than Kobeni, but, you know, well, it's because it is what it is. It's because Suleta has to still be a main character. So she still, she yeah. has to have some redeeming 
characteristics, which she does. It's like she's super nice and this and that and blah, blah, blah. With Kobeni, there isn't that much depth because she's a side character. So they just they just play her off as a goofball. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but real quick, to go back to Chainsaw Man, the Kobeni hate is unnecessary. Very unnecessary. I think the Kobeni hate and the Kobeni simp are equally unnecessary. They're equally unnecessary. I think Kobeni is a a great character. I love Kobeni. She's I think she's I think really she's a well. funny character. Yeah, and like obviously you're not like she represents a lot of people. Like if if real life people were spo- were devil hunters like in the in the public sector, like that would be a lot of people. Like I <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think, like, too many people would be that level-headed or that, like, crazy or stone or stoic enough to, to like, how Aki is or how Himeno is. Like, they're not crazy. People aren't crazy enough to, like, people are going to be Kobeni. That's why Especially if you put them in a... No, go ahead. I don't, I don't know Blonde Guy's name. They haven't said his name in the show yet. But he tells Himeno, like, the only hunters that devils are afraid of are the ones with screws loose. Oh, the old guy? Oh, yeah, he's he's one of my favorite characters, too. He's really cool. Yeah, I haven't said his name yet. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just really funny. And then, like, the, the scene where she, like, goes super ballistic in and, like, she gets super crazy. Like, people are like, oh, my God, like, I hate I know what Kobeni. you are! Exactly. Like I, like, I hate Kobeni. Like, why does she sound like that? It's like, I don't think people really, even, like, people that read the manga... We're like, this is not how I pictured Kobeni to be. Like, did y'all really read it then? Listen. Because she looks, because that is literally her to a T. Listen. This connects, what I'm about to say, connects to something else in pop culture. But I'll say it afterwards. Okay. People are annoyed because you're reading it. So people make up their own voice for her. And since people are like, I guess a lot of people simp for her, it's probably a voice that they don't find annoying. But they don't realize that Fujimoto wants her to be this fucking insane. And like, this was kind of like the main point. So it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, I I feel like no voice could live up to the voice that people created in their heads. Because give her a sexy VA... And it like doesn't match the character, and then people will be not at all. Um, people will be disappointed either way. Yeah, exactly. And like people will be mad, like oh she doesn't sound like frantic enough, and then other people are like oh my god she doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. And then that ties in to. I don't mean to defend this actor, but I'm defending the movie. Okay. Anyone they chose for Mario would not have been sufficient. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so people need to get over it because the movie looks cool. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like just random random tangent. Like this the the movie looks good. I a hundred percent believe the movie looks good. I just you know what I'm saying? Like I you, you're correct. You know what I'm saying? And I fully believe that there's no voice or any voice actor that could potentially be a better substitute to play Mario because Mario doesn't have any fucking lines. He doesn't talk. 
it's Charles Martinet going. Wah, 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 wah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you want to have an Illumination movie where Mar doesn't say two words to anybody, like, I guess. Which is like, like, I, I do understand what people say. Like, it is kind of a weird casting choice, but they just, they wanted a star cast. What, do you want fucking Tom Holland? Because that's the other choice. I guarantee you that would have been the other choice. <laughs> that would have been worse. Oh, boy. That would have been honestly worse. Not going to lie to you, but okay. Um, yeah, so okay. Could go back to 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 Gundam. Anime. I think the yeah, go back to anime because I know we're, we'd get on we'd get on that Mario soapbox forever, honestly. Um, but yeah, so like which of which of Mercury, right? Definitely think the the choice to have a more like a more woman led uh, cast in a sense is cool. And let's give a huge shout out to accurately. And well-drawn characters. They finally have a black character who looks fucking cool. He has a, looks a, accurate. a little bit of a high top, right? The 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 fade on his side with the fro. It's just like, it, and he looks good. Doesn't have huge lips. You know what I'm saying? Just I, his character. His character and his boy are so funny because they're always betting on shit. Yes, I think that's so funny. Dog, they're the best. I love yeah. the character design on that show. I think might be my favorite of the year. I just love how all the characters look. Yeah, they look... They, Even the fucking like... Earth Girl with the big fucking pink hair. I think her character yes. design is super, super, like... I don't know, it's fun. Yeah, and they don't, they're not trying to do too much with the characters either. They're not trying to make any... Like, obviously, the characters have their own, like, styles and stuff like that. But you can't really do too much because they're all in school uniforms. You know what I'm saying? So... The over-the-top characters with over-the-top personalities are over-the-top. Like, Ghoul, I don't know how to say his fucking name. He has, yeah. like, pink and purple hair, and he's got, he wears his jacket, like, on his shoulders. But then fucking, yeah. um, uh, oh my god, the one that fucking, I forgot his name. Like, the, the pretty fights. boy with the long blonde hair? Well, he's over the top, too. But yeah. the fucking, the guy who takes Suleta on a date and then fights her, I forgot. Oh, fuck. I forgot, I forgot his name, too. but he's very stoic, so he has like normal. Oh, calm what is hair. his name? His whole design is calm; like everything makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I like, I kind of like his character too, because you can tell like he's that. There's he's gonna see a depth. lot more character. Yeah, he's gonna have a lot of uh, character development, because like he, he's like that real like not like an asshole, but like. He's just very blunt and stoic and to the point. I don't know. Are you caught up? Not all the way, no. So have you seen him fight Suleta? I think I'm like right before that episode. But I, okay. I know what, I know that's coming, yeah. So there's like a whole backstory for him and it's kind of crazy. Yeah. But I I'm not fully caught up with that one yet. I'm trying to, I'm, you know, I got super, I got kind of behind low key. So like I haven't caught up I'm, on my hero even though I'm that, not cut up shit. on my hero, I'm not cut up on Spy Family. I'm not cut up with Bleach. It's kind of, bro, bro. I need to talk about it though. I need to talk about it. I'm so I, <laughs> I need to talk about it. Okay, dude, I, bro, they have they, have they redeemed better. themselves. Man, 
redeemed is an understatement. Oh my god, like fight like these fight scenes are great. The Yamamoto versus uh yeah, Old Man Yama versus uh, Yahweh was phenomenal. Like they added so Yahweh, much to it. The Lord. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you spell his name. Or you say his name, like Y H Y H W A C H. That's how Kanye says. Like, <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah, let's not bring that name up here on the pod. We don't want that kind of attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like that fight was phenomenal. Uh, just the everything looks like movie quality, and I think it's great. And I think the way they do flashbacks is pretty funny, like a pretty like neat way to do it. Because obviously, like you know, flashing back to earlier episodes, like it's yeah. usually sometimes the same animation style. Yeah, but since since Bleach is more like early two thousands animation style, they treat it like it's like a VCR tape. So it'll like it'll That's like awesome. scratch and then like you'll see like little lines go through while they're like playing replay replaying like old events. That's you know super creative because when Bleach started, TVs were still four by three. <laughs> exactly. Because I, I started watching the old episodes of Bleach and I'd never seen them, and they don't fit my, my computer screen. Because they were on CRTs and shit. So yeah. it's super creative. It's very cool. Yeah, I think like the way they do that's cool. I think the um they're adding new stuff to the story to give a little more more depth. Like I know I talked about it in our last episode, like Udiu has his own like character development through uh, him being a Quincy and learning more about his heritage and shit like that. And there's actual like parts that he played like in the story now where like he has screen time because in the manga like not to give too much away but he just kind of pops up in the middle of the story but you know they're also like, I was, taking no, away stuff like rukia in the in the bath they're taking away fan service which i'm not super pressed about. I, know, I, know I, know. Are, I know people were upset about that but like i really don't care <laughs> Um, but man, I can't, like, I really can't really put into words, like how cool this feels as a Bleach fan, like going through all those episodes and all the slander and really having something that's like a good product out now where we can really say like, Hey, like our favorite Shonen of the big three is having one of the best seasons. I'm saying is having, is looking great animation wise storytelling wise is really good um just like all the, the fights that are supposed to be hyped up to really good are gonna are looking really good so far um the character designs are to a t and they look even better than they are in the actual manga you know what i'm saying like stuff like that is just great and i think i know this arc is really long so we're gonna have a lot of like a lot to really look at in the next few months or so because we're only nine episodes. Or uh, on Monday, we'll be nine episodes in, which is crazy to think about, because this is going to be a two like it's going to be multiple cores. So like, yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited for it. I think uh, you know if you haven't caught up to it, you know, please do because it's a great story. And you know what I haven't even started. What? Which I want to. I haven't even started Blue Lock. 
Oh, you need to because the Magica is currently like uh, his bro. Since the World Cup is going on, this manga has probably gotten a shitload of money and a lot oh, of like tra- a lot of sense. traction, a lot of traction for his manga that's currently still in serialization. Like he's still making chapters. Like he probably got green greenlit for way more of a story now because cool. Japan is in the World Cup. So like, the, picture this, right? Blue Lock the manga gets popularity. Then the, it gets an anime adaptation. The anime adaptation is great. People are loving it. Japan is in the World Cup. They win their first game against Germany, right? Mm-hmm. And get this. The jerseys they're wearing, right, are are basically inspired by the jerseys that Blue Lock wears in their, really? in their story. Yes. That's pretty cool. Right, so like you get you get the you get the the backing of like you get the manga like helping out with Blue Lock and the jerseys. You get the fact that the story's great right now, and Japan just qualified for the round of sixteen. I know. So like they they made it out of group play, and now they're like in the elimination rounds of the World Cup. So like that manga oh, perfect timing. That's perfect timing. Like there could not have been better timing for. For this, I, th- I feel like Japan being in the World Cup, they probably timed the release of this anime around that time. So I think that's probably a good good job on their part. But I'll say this: like the, it's in that Blue Lock as a story is in that, like it's not as realistic as like a high Q, but it's not as out of in left field as Kuroko no Basket. If that makes sense, like mm-hmm. it's like a really good medium, so where so where it kind of gives you this like Squid Game esque kind of like eliminate like survival of the fittest soccer setting, where like all these really good strikers or forwards uh, are brought to this facility to be the best striker in the world in the in the in the uh, not in the world well, be the best striker in the world for Japan right if you don't live up to those expectations or you don't do well in certain things, you get kicked out and you can never play soccer again. Right. So it, it makes for some really intense moments, but everything is rooted in very real soccer terms. Like nobody has, nobody has special moves. They have like techniques and like talents that they are, that they are good at. Like Isagi, the main character, he's really good at like, spatial awareness like he like understands where everybody else is on the field and can like in in the story's terms smell when a goal is coming like he just kind of you know that instinctive feel for when a goal is coming yeah like that's his talent other people have ones where they just like are really good at dribbling like Wachira who's like my favorite character he's super super cool um so so yeah like that like the it's a cool it's a cool medium where it's not like fully just straight sports realism, but not all, but also gives it that extra element like Kroko's basketball does. So I think if, and I've been caught up with the manga. So if it's going to keep putting out episodes like this, it really might be one of those, one of those ones. If if that, if you catch my drift. So, Oh, also today's Wednesday, right? Thursday. Thursday. Oh, fuck. Yeah, uh, of course it's a Thursday. I haven't seen I haven't seen uh, yesterday's episode of Mob. 
I'm caught up. Dude, I, I'm yesterday's. I'm a couple. Ep- yeah, I'm a couple episodes away. I think I'm two episodes down. Bro, this might be the best season so far. It's for, insane. It's so good. Um, but not in a way where. No, go ahead. There's one episode <clears throat> that I don't know if I like. Which one is it? I don't know if you're caught. You say you're a couple episodes behind. Okay, so I literally just ended the the episode where, um, what is his name? The little green ghost. Uh, Dimple. Dimple. Where Dimple like sacrificed himself to yeah, keep that's Marvel alive awesome. in, the, in the thing. I I almost cried. That was so sad. That's an awesome so fucking sad. episode. Have, okay, it's a great episode. There's an episode. I'm not gonna spoil anything crazy. Um, <clears throat> okay. I wouldn't say it's a filler episode because half of this anime is a is a slice of life. Yeah, but it has to do with the telepathy club. Yeah, and then they do something for Tomei. And then for like the whole episode, okay. for the whole episode, I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, this animation is like, like the way they're moving. It's like they have extra frames on them. It's very like, yeah, but it's like, it's like kind of choppy. a cute episode. No, it's not choppy. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's not choppy. Smoother. But there's, there, oh. there's no fighting. So I'm, I'm there and I'm like, wow, this is an interesting you know, idea for them to, and then at the end, something happens, and I'm like, what? And then, during the credits, they're not playing the song, it's something else that happened because of what happened, but it's played off kind of as a joke, and I'm sitting there, and I'm going, I don't know how I feel about this at all. (laughs) I guess I need to get to that that episode right now. Um, Honestly, we're done recording, I might just, you know, watch some but it's just a little uh, yeah. odd off-putting a little off-putting yes <laughs> uh but man like as far as obviously the animation and fights are always gonna be great mob psycho 100 oh, yeah. is just like you know when watching that show it's it, that's what it's gonna be about so I'm i don't really know why that stuff i don't know why i fucking love during the intro i love the two cuts the one of his brother walking towards the camera and then the one when he's 100% of him walking towards the camera. I don't yeah. know why the animation is. I'm like, oh, this shit's so sick. No, nah, it's so cool. And I think yeah, you're always going to be. Yeah. One thing Mob Psycho is going to do is give you good animation. And then like an uh, underrated part of it is just character development and like being and Mob being a relatable character, which is really fun to say. The. I don't like how accurate some of the stuff Mob goes through feels for me. It's actually starting to get annoying. Because of his social anxiety? (laughs) Yes, it's actually starting to get annoying to me. Because it's it's like some of the shit that he does and he says and something happens to him has happened to me before. And I go, oh, brother. (laughs) Like, I got to sit through and watch this. (laughs) Like... Like it's it's basically just the season is literally just I'm in this tweet and I don't like it. Is this its, its final season? I don't know. It feels like it's a final season to me. Is is the manga? Do have you read the manga? 
Mm-mm. Oh shit! Because I so think, I, I think my boy Luke said this. The manga hasn't the manga hasn't written anything after this arc. I mean, it. I mean, it. It looks like it could ramp up to end up being a final arc. It's what it seems like. Yeah. And yeah, like literally just like when Mob first off, Mob not knowing what he wants to do for a career, hilarious. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Second, um, when when he when he sees that like people are looking at him, like girls are looking at him, or like he talks to multiple girls in a day, and then he sees like he feels like it could see like multiple girls like looking at him and talking about him, and him getting this like this unreasonable wave of confidence. <laughs> he gets a Chad face. Yes, dude. I literally was like, bro. This is literally like thirteen year old me, and I'm actually it's pissed so off. funny though. <laughs> I'm actually pissed off. Like this is not. I don't like this. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, and then like the way they do it too, where it's like, oh, they were actually looking at you. Well, they were, but they look at you because you're not uh, hypnotized by the, or you haven't eaten anything from the the world tree yet. But also. There was once uh, when it first started happening. They're talking about Kageyama. Yes, which is his brother's last name. Exactly, and his brother's right next to him. Exactly, and even his <laughs> brother, his brother's stupid enough where he was like, "I'm proud of you." Right. It's like what? <laughs> and then he had on that dumbass shirt that was his name gave him. The I was like, yeah. uh, Ritsuo, right? Or is that his brother? Uh, Hanizawa is the old Hanizawa. guy. I forgot buddy's name. Fuck, I forgot his name. But he's funny too. But I, I like him. But <laughs> he gives him that dumbass shirt, and I'm like, oh my god, this one has monkeys on it. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, bro? Um, but and yeah. dimple. Why do you have that shirt on? <laughs> <laughs> it's like. I don't know the the character development is always great between seasons. Like obviously, like season one was you really starting to get to know Mob and him him gaining like confidence in himself, and then the second uh, season was more so just him and his interaction with other people, which I think is cool, and like him just like accepting himself and like accepting himself and other people, which I think is cool too, and then. This third season is just like I don't know. It's all the self realization cycle for him is really cool to see. He's and a lot more. Um, like I know we were talking about this this unnatural wave of confidence, but yeah. there's something in that episode that I was talking about. It's a very very small thing, in like inconsequential. It's again not a fight, but it's something where I was like, oh wow, look, he's a little bit more confident. Like he's trying to be a good friend to Tome. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think it's cool. And then I, uh, when when it kind of turns out that Reagan, I thought that was a great twist. When it comes, out, it turns like that the Reagan was actually like kind of brainwashed, which was crazy because like he doesn't take any of the candy and he doesn't eat anything. I, kept, I went back and tried to rewatch the episode. I don't remember when he got brainwashed. Is it? Is it? He's easily manipulated. 
that that might be it too. <laughs> I think I think that it was cool letting him get um brainwashed to to kind of give you this feeling of like wow mob is alone. by himself currently yeah yeah i think it's, that's dope um but yeah so if you guys haven't watched mob uh get on that it's a super dope really cool show um one that i want to talk about and i know you watched an episode or two is my sleeper anime I don't know if it's gonna be of the year, but definitely the season is Bochi the Rock. I dude, dude, that show is fucking funny, dude. It's it's great. It's such a great show. It is really good. It's such a good. It show. is your. It is this season's cute girl does blank anime. Yes, like last season was. Uh, Licorice, Lic- licorice recoil, like which was cute girls cute do girl does Wick. James Bond, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's not to the point of where it's like, like the point of the show isn't cute girls. Like the point of the show yeah. is like, it's a slice of life, and she's very uh, nervous, and she's trying to get over yes. it, and it's very yes. funny. It's not Kon funny. Which is yeah. like, look at me, haha. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, uh, it's not overly like slapstick comedy, or even Kon wasn't that slapstick comedy either. But it's is not it, like the, K-On, the comedy's different. I feel like Kon appeals to uh, PDF files. <laughs> and Bochi the Rock is was... genuine, genuinely well written and funny and. That was great. <laughs> I can't take credit. I saw that on Twitter. Oh, bro. That's funny. PDF files is amazing. I've never heard that before. <laughs> it's very funny, actually. It's, um, you know that meme where it's like, if a name sounds similar to like a word, and they'll cir- yeah. circle. Okay, so I saw PDF file, and then it circled Dream's face. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so... Jesus. There was another one that oh said PDF file and it was Makima. <laughs> Literally. I mean Oh, and then Himeno is probably gonna be on the list too. R.I.P. That's my baby. Um Yeah, she's she's basically the Masato of this season. I need a crazy girl <laughs> with an eye patch. Who's an alcoholic? <laughs> um what are we Okay, yeah, no, Boshi's a rock. Um like one thing I like, you know, it's always like a hit or miss thing with music anime, because it's going to be a situation where animating somebody playing an instrument is actually really hard, and so they usually kind of go for the CG route, and sometimes Brother. it looks really bad. They like obviously like they make some CG in with this one. Obviously, it's not hard not to tell. A tiny bit, sure. But man, the playing animation is great. A one pictures, baby, they're fucking great. <laughs> They also they do okay. Listen, they do Love Is War, phenomenal. Yep. They did Licorice Recoil, pretty fucking yep. good. They're doing Near. Come on. Oh, we gotta talk about okay. A one. A one is is up there, brother. I love A one pictures. Yeah, they're really freaking good. Um, so like and okay, I've only watched a couple episodes and like 
the the story isn't super like complex or anything. It's just you know cute girls doing uh, cute girls making a band. You know what I'm saying? It's a slice of so, life. So yeah, yeah. And then uh, again, kind of like how I felt with Mob. It's literally just I'm in this tweet and I don't like it for the for like with what's her because like yeah for Boji because like a, a lot of her social anxiety stuff even like in the beginning like uh like the first episode like the stuff she kind of went through with like wanting new friends or like trying to get people to talk to her you know what I'm saying like I've I've dealt with that as well and like just, I don't know it's just seeing it's just funny seeing certain things like that happen and you go oh, okay that's that's been me before so <laughs> um but one of the funniest things I've seen, I don't know, like, other people have done this before, but, and other shows have done this before with comedy, but that one part where she said, my journey's over, and the end credits started playing in the middle I, of the episode. <laughs> that was so funny. And then it said, um, uh, what was it? Like, M- Maggot Slug played by Bochi. Yeah. That was really funny. Yes. Like, I don't, like, when it comes to certain, like, comedy stuff, like, comedy anime, like, I definitely, I'll laugh. But, like, that part, like, genuinely, like, had me laughing out loud. Like, it was really funny. Um, So, yeah, I think just that, that show is definitely going to be, like, a sleeper of the season. I think more people need to watch it. Um, Let's, okay, I know you brought it up. Let's let's talk about Nier for a second. With this. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, wait, with this, my with fault. With this new trailer that's coming out. I don't know why I thought it was A1, but Cloverwork made Bochi, which Cloverwork is pretty good, too. Yeah, Cloverwork is good, too. Um, Yeah, it's okay. Let's let's, let's dive into Nier Autonoma as an anime really quick. The trailer looks phenomenal. Listen, I am Uh, the Square Enix representative on this podcast, so any questions, lay it on me. Yeah, I okay. So are they are they talking about two B story in this one? I would think so. Or are they doing something else? Like I saw the trailer and I saw the visuals. Like it looks like it looks like they have two B, and I think they have like another boy with the same like design kind of as two B. Oh, it's nine S. Those like nine S. Okay, he's okay. part of the game. He's part of the okay, story. Well, I mean. Okay, because like my as far as my knowledge of uh of near goes, I just see two B and that's it. So, uh, okay, so without without giving you bless you, sorry, without giving you huge spoilers, all I'm gonna say is, uh, the game has, I think it's five real endings. The game has 26 endings in all, one for every letter of the alphabet, but the first five are the only ones that are, like, the true story. Because there's, like, I got ending F ones, which was, as 2B, I ate a fish, and since she's an android, she died. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I remember seeing something like that, yeah. It's, like, really, like, it's, like, an instant death, isn't it? Yes, (laughs) So endings A, B, C, D, and E are the only ones that matter. And okay. like ending A, you play as 2B. And then ending B, uh, you 
play as two B again, but after ending A, so ending A really isn't even an ending, technically. Oh ending God. ending C, you play as nine S during two B story of ending A and B. Ending D, you play as this other android A two during the whole shit of ending C, and then ending E, you switch between um two characters that I'm not gonna say. Well, I'm okay. not gonna say because it might spoil <laughs> might why up. you don't play as the other character. Oh, okay. They might show up. They think they'll show up in the anime. A two. Like I know, like nine S and two B are in there, but like I don't know about A two. A two. I and C. Has to be in the anime. Like she's okay. important. That makes sense then. But there's this new character I saw that has like black hair. Yeah. Uh, I forgot her name, but I don't know what relevance. I don't think she's gonna. It's a. I don't think it's gonna be a beta switch where it's like oh, that character's A two. Oh okay. Like I think All I think right, it's well. a new character that they made for the show. Huh. And then I know me and you mention it and talk about it all the time because it's pretty funny. Uh, for those that may be mutuals with me on Twitter, uh, I always like to crack jokes about how unhinged my women mutuals are on Twitter. <laughs> oh, when it comes to two D, when it comes to two D men. Look, I I stay out of women business. I hundred percent, but I'm not. I'm does not uh, absolve me from getting these jokes off. That shit's hilarious. You talking and about like, Adam and Eve? Yes, <laughs> dog. Literally. Okay, so Courtney, I don't know if you listened to the podcast or not, but if you are listening to this podcast episode, that shit was so funny. Like literally every time, it's like, oh, let me just add another one to the harem. It's like, Lord Jesus, ma'am, calm down. <laughs> um. I don't know if she's played the game, but she might be in for a, a really rude awakening. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say it here. She starts to, no, it's fine. I mean, I don't think she listens to the the podcast. If she does, this would be really funny. But. No, it's just in case just in case someone listening wants to know the story. And what I told you kind of has okay. some plot relevance. That's not really a spoiler. Okay. Yeah, but I'll just say it's just really funny. It's pretty funny how you get like, oh yeah, they're not really. I guess let me say this: they're not really working with much in certain areas. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I was like, part of me was like, dang, I could be a real hater and just be under that tweet and be like, hey, you know what? <laughs> also, oh, I really hope. I really hope they bring back the English cast from the game. Because the voice actor for Eve fucking gave his heart and soul. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. Uh, there's a fight between uh, 2B9S and Eve. Yeah. And Listening, it's Ray Chase, very famous uh, voice actor. Yeah. He would, I like, I would think he was for real legit crying. 
in in the booth. Really? Fucking yelling his heart out. And and I'm there trying to slice him open. <laughs> You're just like, God. And I'm Freak like, I feel I feel bad for this guy. That's crazy. Fucking phenomenal job. Phenomenal English cast. Man, I hope I hope they do something cool with it. Like I'm excited to see it. Like I uh, somebody that's never played. It's one of those things where Near Autonomy is one of those games where I go, yeah, like I would definitely play that game. I just never have gotten around to playing it. I think I think you'd enjoy Automata. I don't know if you'd enjoy Replicant. Replicant's a little clunky. Even the re- the the remake cuz it's yeah. from like 2010. Uh, uh yeah. Automata is a lot faster, a lot lighter. Um I feel like the dodging and and defense is a little better in Automata. Like they kind of learn from their yeah. mistakes, uh, but I fucking love uh, JRPGs. I fucking love Square Enix, uh, and I fucking love Yoko Taro. That guy's fucking insane. That man, the creator, is... the creator of the Near series. That man is a nutcase, bro. Do you know that Near is a spinoff of Drakengard? I think you. I remember you telling me that something where like the the original story is like not like it's a spinoff of something. It's not like it's its own original thing. So it is a spinoff of a game, another Square Enix JRPG that kind of has its own cult following, but hasn't made another game in a while. Um, I I think it's Drakengard Two that also had like six endings. And Nier is a spinoff of Drakengard 2 ending E. Only. Oh, so like, oh, so one of the endings yes. that happens in Drakengard is what happens for Nier Autonomy. Is, is the introduction of the Nier universe. Oh, wow. And then something happens at the end of, of that ending, specifically only that ending... Because if you play Drakengard 2 and get ending B, technically that's, a, I don't know, like a different timeline or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But so something happens in ending E and I feel like Yoko Taro is like, oh, I can build something off of this, which he does. And then there's a huge twist at the end of the original Nier. Do you care? Yeah. Nah. It, it, this doesn't spoil anything for uh, Automata, but... The beginning of Near Replicant, it's like a modern day city, but it's covered in what looks like snow. Uh, then, after the prologue, you're in a fucking like medieval, but you're the same character. Like, you're the same yeah. brother and sister. Same voice actor, same everything, same like design. You're just in a medieval village now. And it's like, what the fuck? You find out at the end of the game, you're still in the future. But ending E of Drakengard 2, they open a portal from their world to our world and cause the apocalypse. 
Huh. So that's why, not a spoiler, but Near Automata is the same uh, universe. It takes place in the year like fourth, like eleven thousand. Okay. Because it's way in the future. Okay, that makes sense. That's that's so weird. That guy Yoko Taro's fucking insane. And then he tells people any spin-off or any thing that I do that I cross over with Nier is canon. And they they ask so like... him why. And he goes, Because <laughs> I mean, if it's your game, it's your story, you can do whatever you want with it. Just, so, what the fuck, bro? Fall Guys. Fall Guys tubi, is canon. The, in... the Tubi costume in Fall Guys is canon. That's so dumb. And he doesn't care. That's so dumb. My favorite thing he's ever said, they asked him, why is Tubi so scantily clad? Why is she... She's a, she's a badass. Is it like this uh idea about femininity and and being um you know not like a typical woman just because she looks that way she can still be a badass this and that blah blah right right, goes, right i got you yeah i just like girls <laughs> that that <laughs> was his that, answer did you say that on the rainy on the rainy episode maybe I think you said that on the rainy episode that might maybe <laughs> i fucking love yoko taro Oh shit, bro. That's funny. <laughs> um yeah, I think that's great. Uh, the why is everything canon though? Like, bro, like random random collabs. Like, oh yeah, that's definitely canon. But like he won't explain why they're canon or what happens to be canon. So Tubi Oh, Tubi is a guest fighter in Soul Calibur 5 or 6. So that's canon. I okay. What's funny is like there are other situations where where other IPs make the Soul Calibur collab canon. Yeah. So like I don't really see that one's not that bad, honestly. Like I think I don't know if they make I can't remember if they make Star Wars Soul Calibur crossover canon. They do that. They make the um, Zelda one. The Zelda the one's can, the Zelda one I think is canon. Yeah, the Zelda one's canon. So I think it's like I don't know, There's, and then yeah, no, Zelda the Yoshi, has like six Yo- timelines. Yeah, and Yoshi Mitsu is in Soul Calibur, several Soul Calibers. Yeah, so he's like a normal character. Is, a, yeah, so that, <laughs> so like that that crossover is canon. <laughs> so like that one doesn't really get me, but Fall Guys being canon is funny as fuck. Like <laughs> they should have, <laughs> like your dog. What the hell. <laughs> Uh, he's awesome. He's fun. Oh, man. There's something that I need to mention. Okay, go ahead. Which is kind of crazy. I sent this to you, but it was like 4 a.m. You were asleep. Disney. Uh, usually is at 4 a.m. Disney has partnered up with Kodansha. Yes, to do a bunch of like anime originals. Like, and, like exclusive other anime. With Kodansha. Yeah. Worldwide, mind you. Because... Mm-hmm. The fucking Christmas showdown, Tokyo Revengers, is only on Disney+. Plus. How they got that contract away from Crunchyroll is insane. I mean... Like, that's crazy. I know 
everyone has a very sour uh, taste in their mouth with Tokyo Revengers right now. But I in think this is manga, before yeah. this is before they jump the gun in the story. So that's like, pretty okay. fucking big. Yeah, okay, this arc, this the Christmas showdown arc, and then I think the arc after that. Like these la- these next two arcs are, are like good. Peak peak Tokyo Revengers, okay? After that, it's it's a train wreck. To me at least. But for for Disney wreck. to do that is very I like they're really trying to get into it. And then they, there's a fuck. What's the one that I sent you? Uh, Tokyo 8. No, that's Kaiju 8. It's what, some like weird sh- like anime that they're... Or I was like, oh, wow, this looks cool. And at the end, it was like, only at Disney+. Plus. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, wait. What did you... I, I, honestly, our, our Twitter... Like DM thread is so long, I could not look through that and find it. But I know, yeah, the Tokyo Revengers thing—they're doing cool. They did their partnering with Studio Ghibli for um, for the Grogu a little thing. like animated short, which is cool. Um, this I saw something for this new anime they're putting out, calling out. It's it's by the the director of like Chainsaw Man and a bunch of other stuff. Like he's not a writer or anything, but like he created his own original anime. He's been directing like other high profile anime and it's called like Bullet Bullet or something like that. Mm-hmm. Haven't really seen too much promotional art for it. Um, but yeah, I think it's like w- capitalism is a funny thing. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> like just randomly Dizzy goes, Yeah, anime seems cool. Let's let's hop on that wave. I mean, I you know what I'm saying? I feel like this this will get anime more I don't know. Maybe it doesn't need well, the the it exposure anymore. It depends. Maybe it like depends. five because years get, ago. Because you get okay, but think about this though. Like, so you have Crunchyroll, which tried to establish a monopoly on, uh, not tried to establish, but like, essentially looked like they were going to establish a monopoly on anime licensing by buying Funimation. Right? They haven't fully merged their libraries. It's been a long time. They haven't fully merged their libraries. So that's a whole other conversation. Then you have the High Dive Graveyard. You have the Amazon Prime Graveyard. You have the Disney Plus Graveyard. You know what I'm saying? Where a lot of those really high-profile shows... You have the Netflix Graveyard, where a lot of shows that would be really good just get absolutely gutted and killed by other platforms that are not Crunchyroll. Like, Stone Ocean's final part just came out today. Yeah, like they split, they split Stone Ocean into like four different parts. And people are mad that it's not weekly. Either it's not weekly, or they didn't give you all the parts right away. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, and then they did like barely any promotion like throughout the week, the dead time where it wasn't being on the platform. They only promoted part one. Like it was a heavy promotion for part one. Nothing for part two. Part three got a little bit, and then now that it's like the final part, they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, Stone Ocean." It's like, what were you trying to do there for that? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a problem. And I then, guess I was being an optimist because, like, I don't know. It's kind of cool to see anime be cool. Yeah. Oh, I mean, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Where like I these big companies are like, 
oh shit, we might as well dip our toes in this. Yeah, it'll make yeah. us money, but it's because they they see it as a lot of people will come see this shit. Oh, also, it was called yeah. Phoenix Eden Seventeen. Ah, okay, I did see something for that, mm-hmm. which looks very it looks interesting. interesting. I'll say this though, like with Disney getting Kodansha like as a partnership to make more original anime, I think that's a good step in the right direction. Because then it's a situation now where they're not really like adapting stuff; they're just making new IPs mm-hmm. and having them on Disney. And I think like that's probably could draw more people to it. Like, okay, this is an original story that you're marketing and promoting on the platform of Disney Plus, so we can go watch the anime that way. It's not. That's perfectly fine. It's not Crunchyroll having season one of One Punch Man, and Hulu has season two. Exactly. Or like Crunchyroll having season one of. Tokyo Revengers and Disney Plus having season two. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you don't think yeah, they'll so move season of, one? They might. I think just Kodansha and if if it's Kodansha's IP, like it's their thing, they're obviously gonna have to move it. Wait a second. You don't think they're gonna have Attack on Titan, do you? Oh, I don't That's know. Kodansha. Dog, if they put the final, final season on Disney Plus, that's going to ruin it. That's I mean, going to ruin I have, the flow. I have Disney Plus, but I do think, no, I think their contract will be like, yeah, we'll give you Tokyo Revengers, but let's finish uh, Attack Wait, on could Titan you imagine, on Could you imagine every season of Attack on Titan is on Crunchyroll, and then all of a sudden you got to move, which is, you know, it's funny, which is, which Crunchyroll is a free app. It's for free if you watch it with ads. You know with what I'm ads. saying? If you pay for it, it's like it's like $8. Disney Plus is not free. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so people are just going to be either pirating it or not watching it if it goes if it goes to uh, Disney Plus. People might be doing that with Tokyo Avengers, honestly. That's why I say having original IPs with Kodansha makes more sense because sure. you, you don't run the risk of of shows getting pirated or um, or just straight up not watched. Which brings me to my gripe that I've had since the beginning of this fucking year with summertime rendering. Like summertime yeah, rendering have- is a candidate for a for anime of the fucking year and they Disney Plus still has not put it in a US app. Which is weird. Makes because no sense. All these the rest of the announcements they've been making, it's like, oh yeah, we're we're bringing this worldwide. So I don't understand why they haven't brought that over. Because like Tokyo Revengers, yeah, it might not be that bloody, but it's like, it's about gangs. And it's like it's pretty violent. Like characters, like I know the symbol doesn't mean the same thing in both contexts, but like they have a fucking, you know, yeah. Oh wait! F- fucking forget about anime. They have Logan and Deadpool on Disney Plus. So exactly, I don't understand. Like sometime rendering, like through my mutuals and the general con- general consensus of that show is that it's an anime of the year candidate. But how are how are the rest of U.S. Amer uh, U.S. or American anime fans supposed to know that if they have not? Are not able to see it legally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, le- illegally. Whole other story. But legally, like, you can't watch it because it's not on 
the Disney Plus American versions, which is so stupid to me. So, but yeah, like, you know, the different platforms having anime is a problem. It just becomes a problem where, like, certain platforms that aren't free from the outset have anime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime having Vinland Saga, another anime that was probably one of the best of that year that came out, is on Amazon Prime. Nobody talked about it because nobody has Amazon Prime video. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Akiba, Akiba Made War is a show that I really wanted to watch this season, but it's on High Dive. And High Dive is also like a free anime platform, which is fine. I don't know. Is it free? But I don't know. I can't. I think I, I'm assuming. I've been trying High to watch fucking the vampire one since the summer. Yeah. But it's on High Dive. And I don't want to add a third, a, another app to my anime watching like thing and high dives ui is actual dog water like it's so bad the ui sucks is it worse than than amazon uh, it's, it's kind of close dude pretty UI, fucking the, bad the high dive ui is so bad <laughs> like, are you patented bad. like why can't people just copy other people's uis i don't yeah <laughs> I, I, I mean, I would assume certain UIs have to be patented. There's no way they're not. Bro, just make that shit look like Netflix, but make it blue instead of red. <laughs> right, bro. Like, what are we talking about right now? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, no, the high dives UI is bad. And then it's also just like another app I got to add. So, like, I just really don't feel like. Oh, were you talking about Call of the Night with a vampire yes. one? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's on High Dive too. It's so stupid, but I I give a Maid more looks so much fun. It looks like a great show, but I'm not. I don't go even to know what that is. Watch it. I can't. I, I mean, I just seen like a bunch of like clips and pictures of it, and it looks really funny, and it looks like really like like it's not like a cute girls doing whatever thing. It's just like another like random thing. I don't know. It's like weird, but it's it has something to do with like a maid like Maid Battle Royale apparently. That's funny. With like, but like, yeah, like it's just it's really annoying. But whatever. <laughs> Is it weird? Because I'm looking at, I still had Ray Chase up. Um. Is it weird that Netflix sometimes has their own dub? Um, kinda, but like. Because there is a no, Netflix I mean, dub of Ava, but the then there's the original Funimation dub. Yeah, but the oh I forgot about that. There's there's a Netflix dub for that. Wait, because now because now I gotta go back and listen to watch Ava on Funimation now because is there is the dub that much different? Dude, the the dub. Just compare the Netflix show to the movies, and and Shinji's voice is a different guy. Dude, Shinji in the movie sounds like a forty year old man doing a little kid okay. voice. Oh, and that's not me. I, I, I'm not trying to shit on the voice actor. I think he did a good job. You just yeah. could tell. Yeah, I guess because I watched I watched the movies in sub. I, think I watched, I watched the movies them sub. while working. I watched them dubbed. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. Was, that wasn't even like something I really tried to do. I kind of just like turned the movie on, and the movie's on, and they were all subbed. So I was like, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because Kuroko's Basketball, I'm looking now, has a Netflix dub. Now, is that oh. – is the Netflix dub the one – that they use for every single platform, or is it just on Netflix? I think it might be just on Netflix. That's really weird. Because because I watch Kroko's Basketball on Crunchyroll, and then also watched it on Was there a Funimation, dub on Crunchyroll? I think. I think it's on Funimation. Funimation has a dub for it, and I... I don't know. I'd have to go back and like watch the the Croco's basketball dub on Netflix now too. Because no, what the fuck? I hadn't realized they were doing that for the, a bunch of different titles. Because hmm. like usually like the main people that are dubbing are well used to be Funimation. Like Funimation was the place to go to get dubs. And like I thought those dubs just translated over to Netflix when they got when they got the rights to those shows. I didn't realize they were making new dubs. I mean they do, but it's like. Like right here. Oh, fucking Ray Chase was Gendo in the Netflix redub. Because I wow. know the English voice cast for the Ava movies are the OGs. Yeah. So I don't understand why they're doing that. That's weird. I guess this is part of their contract. They probably couldn't. They probably don't want to pay. It's <sighs> probably another thing. They probably don't want to pay the original voice actors for the dub. They probably just get their own dub and then not pay them as much. <laughs> which, oh shit! Ray which Chase is, a, is also Noctis. Huh? This guy's sick. I I need to finish that fucking game. <laughs> God dang! I always all get super fucking, deep into the game and then drop it. <laughs> all the fucking DLCs free on on PlayStation now. I have like the the deluxe edition. Like I have this shit with all the DLC on it. You gotta it's because it's been out for so long. I gotta finish the fucking game. <laughs> it's fucking good. There's only one part I of the game super I deep. fucking hate. This is the one where you don't have any weapons. You just wander around that corridor the whole time. Yes. Have you gotten there? <laughs> I've got. Glo- I think I'm. I think I'm getting to it. I think I'm getting close to it. It's towards the end of the main story. It pisses me off. It's just like I get super deep. Like I want to like explore more and do more stuff with the game, and then I just get like something else comes up, and I just stop playing. But. It's not like a bad game. I think it's really fun. But uh, before we sign the, off, yes, I need oh, we to gotta talk about something. music racks too. I need, but I need to mention music too. real quick. Go ahead. What is it? Weebs. Not referencing anything Japanese as anime challenge level impossible. <laughs> what the fuck that pissed me off I'm, I'm playing God of War and it's great I love it and then someone posted a clip of it in Japanese and they're like this is anime it's just Japanese it's just a Japanese dub <laughs> it's, it's just fucking Japanese like I fucking know yeah. like I'm I'm the biggest weeb in my friend group here, and I really want to go to Japan and this and that and blah blah blah. And I make all these jokes, but I'm not gonna fucking yeah. go to Jap- if when I go to Japan, I'm not gonna go eat somewhere and be like, oh, this is like anime. 
It's stupid. Like, can people just, like, be normal? Yeah. <laughs> no, literally. Like, just. Japanese people like, speak Japanese. Those are, ja- like, Japanese people are dubbing something with the same emotion that the original voice actor for Kratos and Thor were having. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they're just talking about Japanese that. actors. I saw that tweet. I saw that tweet, too. I saw that tweet before you tweeted about it, too. I saw it, and I just kind of rolled my eyes. It was like, Kratos versus Thor is anime in all caps. And I'm like, guys, come on. Come on. Fucking A, dude. Oh, bro, that's funny. <laughs> okay, music wrecks oh, now. Yes, 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 yes. Um, one question, though. Like, before we kind of get into the mains of my music, what was your number one artist and number one song for uh it was on my story the the album music replay i didn't it was see on it. my story um i don't know if it's still up it's not okay so my number one song oh my light fell my number one song was circus clown by by mom jeans which kind of makes sense i oh. fucking had that shit on repeat that was a good song but my number one artist 1975 number one album being funny oh, yeah. in a foreign language oh yeah <laughs> i'm seeing them in three days oh yeah are you going on that sunday like after you go to art basel with us yes okay <laughs> okay i didn't realize i didn't realize that was that close of a time period but um but yeah okay so for me my number one artist was Smino, which I thought was super accurate. I listened to him all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. My number one song, and I actually got upset seeing this, was Wait For You, Drake and Future. I, I did not realize Wait. how many... T- that yes. song just came out! Dog, I didn't realize how many times I played it. That song goes crazy. Wait, that's on her loss, right? Yeah, no, that song or, came out during... Or is summer. that on... On futures, no, it's on. I never liked you. Oh, okay. I got, com- I got confused. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's all. That album came out in the summertime, I think. But but still, what, <laughs> dude? I did not realize how many times I played that song. That song goes crazy. It is good, but that's it's a great song. It's kind of random. I know, but like you know how like you we have not talked about that album not once. I know, but that song's great though. It is good. But the apparently I mean the album is not bad though. You know what I'm saying? It's not bad. I I enjoy I never it. I, I never liked you is is good. I think it's his best album in a few years. Yeah, definitely. It's just it's just really funny. Like you know how you don't think you listen to something that often and then all of a sudden you know what I'm saying, you just kinda of pop it pops up out of nowhere. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about like Drake being on like being in my top five for artists, like didn't really realize he's like, I'm like, actively, my top 10. like it's I'm not, I'm not like actively like at least i'm not consciously thinking about listening to like drake music but every year he pops up in my top five just because he has he has some great songs that i just listen to like regular like casually it's funny so it was like it was like smino drake and then kenny mason was my third one <laughs> the, drake the was your number two I didn't realize that either. Yeah. What the fuck? 
I mean, he released two albums this year, but yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm not a fan of Drake. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just a I'm a fan. I mean, I like his I like his music too. I just think he's corny. And I've been yeah, I mean, now, yeah. But like, you know, I'll I'll listen to his older stuff. I'll listen to like Take Care, I'll listen to Nothing But the Same. I listen to If You're Reading This Is Too Late a good bit. I got a lot of like songs and certain playlists that are from that album. And then like there are certain songs that I'll even like songs that don't really they're like he's featured in, I'll listen to that are good. Like off of her loss. Like, 3 a.m. on Glenwood, which is just that 21 Savage. It goes crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that song is great, but it's not a Drake song. He's just, yeah. It's just on Drake's album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's just kind of stuff like that. And then, I can't remember what my number one album was. I can't remember that one, but. You know what's crazy? But, uh, what? I have all the, all my replay playlists from 2015 to 2022. I don't have those for some reason. If you go to listen now on your phone and you scroll all the way down, I'm pretty sure you can find them all. I might, um, try, I might try. So I'm scrolling down 2022's uh, playlist and I see all the genres. I listen to a lot more fucking music now. Like, like alternative, hip-hop, pop, R&B, electronic. I have a fucking world song in here anime but then i i was scrolling through 2015 the other day yeah it's all rap man dude it's all fucking rap holy shit i don't know i i think we we talked about this i feel like i felt bad for not listening to too much rap but comparing Comparing the playlists, I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm a little more cultured now. Yeah, I could definitely say that about myself. Because looking at this 2015 replay is insane. Dude, 2015 is crazy. You don't want to you, you know what the top song for 2015 for me was? What was it? It was Young Jesus. Oh, my God. You know what mine was? What's up? I was Cut the, cut the Check from Mac Miller. Cut the Check was number three for me. <laughs> Bro, that, that song is great, but like that song's it's, phenomenal. It's my top five songs are "Cut the Check," with that Young Thug off a of, off a of Barter Six, two matches, and Rush Hour, and and, and an Angels with Chance the Rapper and Saba. Bro, those are my top five songs. Okay, remember those five songs, and I'll listen to my five songs. It's Young Jesus, I Am the Greatest, Cut the Check, All All Right, and The Force, both by Kyle. Oh wow. Does that not just paint the picture of Piedmont? It really does. That was freshman year for us. It re- oh my god, yeah. But like, I also had so many other weird ones. Like, I had a lot of like Royce the Five Nine, Common, Run the Jewels, uh, Outcast, Joy Badass, Machine Jordan for me. I had a, I had so much action Bronson on here. What the fuck is going on? Bryson Tiller. Hudson Mohawk before people knew him for the meme. Hey, I've been a Hudmo fan for a minute. He makes good songs <laughs> besides fucking Seabat. That's funny. But yeah, I could tell like my my uh taste got a lot more refined. More varied. Oh, let's do a Smino, not Smino. Um Trapo 
dominated 2017 for me. <laughs> like, it's all him. 2016 is when I got into the 1975 uh, rabbit hole. Because that's when uh, I Like It When You Sleep came out. Oh, yeah. 20, yeah. 2018 was a brief inquiry. Fucking A, 2019. 2019, 1975 didn't drop, so they're not on that list. Yeah. 2020. That's crazy. It's notes on a condi- Oh, my God. What is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The first seven songs of my top ten in 2020 are all 1975 songs. Damn. Damn. So, yeah, what's, what's super funny is, like, Oh, I was going for through me, 2020. Ew. I know. I was, I was like, I was 26, uh, 16, 17. I was like, damn, I'm going through it. So yeah, okay. So my for twenty for this year currently, uh, wait for you, and then three straight anime ops are in my top five songs. That's kind of fire. It's, it's Spark again from Fire Force season two. It's Inferno from Fire Force season one, and then Fly High from Haikyuu. Or in my top, or in my top five. For some reason, I didn't have my 2017 one. Let me see what that one's like. G. Jordan, 1975. Oh, Frank Ocean, Blonde. Jesus. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gummy by Brockhampton. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Wow. Let's before we start doing before you end up going for another like hour and a half. Let's start, let's wrap this up. What like what? Rex, do you have for um for this uh for this episode i guess uh i don't know how to say his last name but this might be my favorite electronic album of the year vf volume two by sam Geliatri. i don't know how to say his last name g-e-l-l-a-i-t-r-y fucking great He's not like regular EDM. He's like a little bit of funk, a little bit yeah. of. He's just really good. Yeah. And I sent you this the other day. I don't know if you heard it. TWRP twerp. Yeah, they, they do songs with Game Grumps and shit. Mm-hmm. Their song, Tactile Sensation, featuring Planet Booty. That song fucking <laughs> bangs. It's like kind of disco, kind of like it's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like so random though. Why is that your stage name? I don't get that. Um, I guess for me, where I'm going to go with it is uh, if you have not heard of a guy by the name of Q, just the letter Q, you need to get on that because he's – phenomenal he has two songs i think one of them already made one of our playlists stereo driver he's re- does a really good like he's bringing back the kind of like 80s renaissance type vibes of his music and the song today is like no different and it's it it starts out really slow that has this huge build up and it's super cool it's very cinematic like even the music video is like really cool too he just does a phenomenal job with his like structure of his songs and everything just sounds really really good and he's a great singing voice and then i talk about kenny mason all the time as like one of my favorite artists um 
But if if you like Kenny Mason, you would like how do I say Gene or John? Gene uh, Gene Dawson. Gene Dawson is kind of the same vibe. And man, like both of his bigger albums absolutely slap. Like Chaos Now that's come out that came out this year might make my end of the year list for albums of the year. But if you want like an introduction into what his sound is kinda like, I definitely recommend Pixel Bath. Um it's it came out la in twenty twenty. It came out in twenty twenty. It has uh a ASAP Rocky feature on it called Triple Double. It's oh my god, it's really good. Like it's it's it can it's super in your face, but then also he has like the he'll sometimes like chill back and have like an acoustic, more introspective ver- uh song on the album. It's just really good. So Pixel Bath is a is an album I think you uh, if you like Kenny Mason you'd like this guy. I forgot um, one. Yeah, what? Shame, shameless plug. Whoever's listening, I need y'all to listen. I need y'all to stream PBJ Crunch by my band Good Soup. It's one yep. of my favorite songs we've made. I'm barely on this one, but I helped uh, compose it. I like it a lot, so please stream it. Yep, go stream that PBJ Crunch. My good soup band. Go check that out. Anything else you got, though? Except for me. All right, bet. Uh, again, I appreciate everybody for uh, listening into the podcast. Um, your listenership, I guess you would call it, is all that really we really care about. Again, you know, we're doing this as a hobby. Definitely, at one point, at some point in time, definitely want to get more, more serious with it. You know, depending on how things shake out in the next couple of years. Uh, so I'm going to say thank you for coming up on a, a year of us having this podcast. I think it's really cool that we've been able to sustain it for this long, even though we haven't put out consistently. But um, I just want to say thank you to the, you know, Spotify had us ha- having 586 listeners know, as of wild. me recording this, which is super cool. And I think, um, you know, never would have expected f- – 586 people would listen to us I thought you know having five people listen to us was, was cool enough for me you know what I'm saying so uh, for both of us we want to say thank you to everybody and it's been a cool uh, almost year doing this podcast so uh, we'll see you guys next time I've been Nostalgia Asked by Zoe. see you guys next time peace peace